This is the Miller Report with Suzanne Miller on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And now, here's Suzanne Miller. Welcome to the Miller Report. I'm Suzanne Miller, CEO of Empire State Properties and host of the Miller Report. I don't usually Zoom, but today's guest is so inspiring that for the first time on the Miller Report, we're going to Zoom. Our guest today immigrated from Ethiopia to Israel when she was just 12 years old. She served in the IDF. She studied at the University of Haifa and Tel Aviv University. She and her husband, who was a Ukrainian Jew, came to the United States in 2005. Welcome, Mazi Philip, to the Miller Report. Mazi, thank you so much for doing this. I mean, you're very busy right now, so I appreciate you taking the time this week. Absolutely. Nice seeing you, Suzanne. Nice thank you for having me. I heard you on Sid this morning. I was so inspired. I just had to have you Zoom. And thank you so much for coming here because there's so many questions I want to ask. We have a special election coming up in the next eight days. You're going to be running District 3 to replace George Santos, which is fantastic because you're a woman and you're black and you're Israeli. And I think everybody's going to be very inspired by this. So first thing I want to ask you is... Serving in the IDF as a paratrooper, what part of the IDF made you ready to work in politics? Like, how did that prepare you? <laughs> uh, absolutely. You know, what the beautiful things about Israel, everyone who gets to age of 18 um, have the obligation or the possibility to join the IDF. Um, and I was one of those uh, young uh, girls who joined the, the IDF and I served in the paratrooper brigade. Uh, for one year and nine months, and uh, I specialize in guns. Um, I can tell you, you know, uh, joining the IDF is really preparing you um, to be more mature. You are uh, gaining a lot of skills about life. Um, It's making you um, a tough person, you know, ready for life. Life is not easy. And uh, that experience is really what led me down the line even to get uh, higher education, to work hard in life. And uh, even when I came to this country, even though I left my family, my parents, my siblings, and, you know, in Israel, and I started another journey again um, alone, uh, it was hard. It wasn't easy. But again, when you train in IDF, you are developing good skills that's serving you down the line. Well, I think you're going to need those skills when you win here. Explain to my audience, what does a paratrooper do? So so I serve in the paratrooper brigade, uh, specializing uh, on weapons. Uh, the fighters are the one who jumping uh, from the plane. I did not uh, jump from the plane. Uh, back then, even uh, when I served, women wasn't allowed to be in the front line. We weren't oh. fighters. Um, now you can see a lot of women in Israel in the front line fighting, but back then they didn't allow us. Uh, but that experience, again, serving and uh, serving the country you love, it's uh, making you a very strong person, even in politics. You know, I, yes. I work very hard every single day um, as a county legislator. I work very hard when I won the first election about two years ago as a newcomer for politics. I was pregnant. I was I had five kids and I was pregnant with twins. I campaigned until I gave birth. And then Love after it. I give birth. Love to- it. You're my inspiration. <laughs> Explain Thank to us. You. 2012, you were registered as a Democrat, but now you're running as a Republican. So why did you move from one party to the other? 
Uh, very simple, you know, a lot of my friends, uh, people who immigrated from Israel, from Iran and other country, countries, we all registered as a Democrat, you know, it's like it was part of the nature. Unfortunately, the Democratic Party that I came in or I registered uh, years ago is not the same party. They're becoming very, very extreme with policies, uh, very progressive agendas. That didn't, it doesn't serve me uh, as a woman, as a mother. Um, as a new immigrant and uh, as a, a person who would like to continue to live in our uh, beautiful country. The Democratic Party basically left me and many others. The Republican Party, the only party that really shares my values. When you talk about uh, Republican Party, we're talking about family values, we're talking about securing our borders, uh, we're talking about law and orders, we're talking about supporting law enforcement. As a mother of seven children, I want to make sure I can raise my children in a safe environment. And the only party that cares about those issues is the, the, the Republican Party. And I'm so proud to be the Republican candidate for Congress. Wonderful. So, Mazi, if there's ever been an example of diversity, it's you. I mean, you've served in the armed forces. You were a political leader in another country. What do you think that most voters care about? Definitely the election is February 13, but early yes. voting already started on Saturday. Mm -hmm. um, what people care, the people, the third congressional districts really care about securing our borders. We have national crisis in our borders that Tom Swazi and President Biden created. We have issues with safety. You know, we are in the time that we don't support law enforcement. Again, Tom Swazi and President Biden, they are not strong on the crime. They are not supporting law enforcement. I have been uh, supporting law enforcement in the last two years as a county legislator. I fully funded the police. I backed the blues. Um, that's the only way you can have a safe county. And I do believe supporting law enforcement. Um, that's the reason why I'm the only candidate in this race who got endorsed by seven police union. None of them supported Thomas Wazi. They're and supporting you. I heard that, that this me. morning, correct? The police union is now Absolutely, supporting you. Absolutely, just me. That's 100%. None of them, none of them endorsed Thomas Wazi because he's well known as a person who supported defunding the police uh, um, movement. He, he wanted to cut down uh, from the police budget as a county um, executive. So people are remembering all this and none of them supporting him. A key issue in front of the country right now, Mazi, is this bill which addresses border funding, Israel and Ukraine. And you have direct links to all of this. I mean, your husband's Ukrainian. We all care about the border and you're an Israeli-American. So maybe one day you'll be voting on this bill, hopefully. What is your thoughts on it? Uh, very simple. All I want to secure our borders. You know, right now the bill that the Senate uh, introduced us doesn't support our, doesn't secure our borders. You know, still they want to bring every day of 5,000 migrants coming to our country, which is about 1.5 million for a year, which is a lot of people. We already have invaded migrants who already crossed the border and living with us, which is a big concern for so many of my residents. And there is not plan in place even to accommodate those people. So keep by keep opening uh, the borders, it's not going to secure the the border crisis that we are facing. Therefore, I don't really support it. Uh, I will support um, the the House uh, a bill that was uh, passed about uh, 200 days ago and went to Senate, HR2, that's really explaining on details how we can secure our borders, how important to, to continue to build 
the wall and how important to increase border control agents and how we su we supposed to be more tight when it comes to asylum seekers. Unfortunately, the Senate didn't bother to review all those important uh, section of that bill. The one they offering doesn't support uh, securing the borders, so that's the problem. Regarding Israel, Israel is our ally nation. Israel was attacked by a vicious terrorist organization on October seven, where babies and children have been killed viciously, burned in front of their parents. Innocent, innocent citizens was killed. And we have over 130 hostages still with Hamas. Six of them American hostages. I hear, I hear a fifth of them, them are, are, are killed as of this morning. I just read oh, that 54 are already so dead. I just want to say this. Supporting okay. Israel is our national interest. Strong Israel, strong America. Go ahead. Thank you. I'm sorry I interrupted you, but I do no. want to understand why you believe that's why you think that some of the Republicans are against this. Against uh, the, the bill. bill that the Senate, yes. because it doesn't secure the borders. They still want to bring 5,000 migrants every single day, which is 1.5 million a year. This is not sustainable. We cannot be able to accommodate that. We need to secure the borders as soon as possible. And we need to come up with a plan that's going to secure our borders. Once they're going to be serious about this, I promise you the Republican, my, can, my um, colleagues and government will support this. So you don't believe this is a good start? Absolutely not. And it's very shame. It's very shame that they still don't see the border crisis we are facing. It. They still don't see the migrant crisis we are facing it. It's unreal, unbelievable. It's a chaos. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's discuss the local level, which is going to be your wheelhouse. So your history shows that you have a commitment to public safety, assisting businesses during COVID, and trying to always bridge the gap of minorities. When you're elected, not if, but when, day one, what's going to be your top priority? Again, securing our borders and being tough okay, and, and, okay. and supporting our law enforcement. As a county legislator, I fully funded our police. I hired uh, by 200 more police officers in Nassau County to keep us safe. Um, those are the things I did. And you're right, I also help small businesses, especially to recover after COVID. Right now, as I said, the three main issues that our district residents very much worry is border crisis, safety, supporting law enforcement, and improving our economy. When I'm going to go to Congress, I would like to bring salt deduction for New Yorkers. I want to make sure New York is more affordable for New Yorkers. Right now, so many of them living because everything is very, very expensive. Under Biden and Tom Swazi, inflation is very, very high. Uh, we are all feeling it every single day when we're doing our grocery, when we are filling our gas, uh, or when we are um, paying our bills. And this, you know, we need to a government, strong government who can be able to control inflation and to make um, New York more affordable. Let's talk about something that's near and dear to both you and I. My parents are Holocaust survivors. My dad was in the siege of Leningrad and my mom was in a ghetto. Wow. Can you, do you think that Biden is doing enough to, to try and stop this? You know, the vicious attack um, on Israel impacted each one of us the way 
has impacted me and I'm sure it impacted you, especially knowing, you know, family members of you are Holocaust survivors. My husband's parents, um, his mother, the mother's side, they are Holocaust survivors. His grandparents from his mother's side, Holocaust survivors. I met his grandma. Um, so, you know, October 7, we kind of uh, tested again uh, what's a vicious attack uh, or like you know, having um, a terrorist organization that purely hate Israel, hate the Jewish people, killed so many of them, so many of the people that, you know, living in Israel, innocent people. Um, Biden, I would like to see him doing more, uh, helping Israel. This pressure now for ceasefire is not uh, the correct approach. Uh, Biden has to remember Hamas, a terrorist organization, are the one who broke the law. They are the one who viciously attacked Israel. They are the one burned, killed, raped um, women. Um, so we have to make sure Hamas not going to continue to govern Gaza. Is not Hamas is not good, not just for Israel. It's not good for his own people. Hamas using his own people as a human shield. Hamas is a dangerous thing. So if you are not going to take care of Hamas, it's going to be too late. It's going to come to us. It's going to impact us. As I said before, strong Israel is a strong United States. So right now there's a lot of pressure that on Biden that's coming from the squad members who failed to condemn Hamas, a terrorist organization. Uh, so they're putting a lot of pressure on him. And, uh, you know, we have to make it very clear, strong Israel is strong United States, and we have to support Israel. We need to send the aid to Israel as soon as possible. He was the first one to go to Israel. So... To, uh, can I paraphrase you in, and say that you don't think he's doing enough, that he could be doing more? I, I think he can do absolutely more. We have to do, he has to push more, more pressure should go to Hamas, to be honest, to, uh, to release the uh, hostages, the American hostages, the Israeli hostages, the women, they are going through torture. We don't even know the hostages. We don't even know. You know how they are dealing with mentally and physically. Not, I agree. Not, I agree. No I agree. I agree. went to see them. It's so sad. You know, no international. Where is the Red Cross? Where is the Red Cross? We don't know what their mental and physical uh, situation right now is. Heartbreaking. I met Omer, uh, one of the hostages from from Nassau. I met his parents. You know, they over three months they keep crying every single day. I cannot imagine to be a parent. For a child still in the Hamas hands, we need to most, the pressure should be on Hamas, not on Israel, on Hamas. We have a lot of politics in our country too, and I do appreciate if you could be candid with, with us here at the Miller Report. Who do you think the Israeli population endorses more, Donald Trump or Joe Biden? Um, to be honest, I don't know. Uh, you know, I can tell you the Israelis love, love um um, Trump, I think he was great as a as a president uh, when it comes to, um, you know, in the international stage, he was very strong. He brought the peace process to Israel. He was very good to Israel. Uh, they love him a lot. They love him a lot. But at the same time, they also have big respect and love to Biden, to be honest. Um, so I understand <laughs> there's a debate coming up this Thursday between you and Tom Swazi. So do you want to tell us we have there's be tens of thousands of people that are going to be listening in your district, District 3. T give us a little yes. preview of what you're going to be talking about at the debate. 
you know, I, I believe it's going to be the issues, you know, border security is uh, the big issue, as I said, you know, I'm sure a lot of questions will come from the voters, you know, what we're going to do to secure our borders and at the same time also will be a safety, you know, safety, a big concern. People would like to see, um, you know, criminals uh, being held accountable. We don't see that with extreme policies that the left progressive uh, have been promoting in the last few years. Um, and I'm sure they're gonna. They would like to see how we can improve our economy as well. Um, it's gonna be interesting. I'm ready for that. And uh, at the end of the day, really, uh, the third congressional district want to, to see fresh voice, uh, a mother, a fighter, not a career politician. They are sick and tired of career politician. They are, you know, but. Amswazi was a Congress for uh, three terms, okay? He's very good when talking, but he failed to deliver a lot of things he promised. He created the issue on our borders. He kicked ICE, immigrant um, immigration uh, agents uh, from Nassau County. He was so proud of that. A lot of people remember him as a county executive who increased taxes, as the mayor of Glencove who increased taxes. So they are ready for uh, a fighter, a mother who loves this country, a mother who understands what immigration is about, a mother that understands what security is about. What about gun control? You think that will come up? Uh, maybe, maybe. And I was very clear about gun controls as well. You know, I think the most important things when we talk about gun control is uh, I would like to see the federal and local government to work together to make sure that guns don't get in the hands of people with mental issues, um, criminals and terrorists. And we have to do more to get uh, gun illegal guns off the streets. Those things I would like to see. While we are giving, you know, the law-abiding citizens um, to own a gun, but we have to make sure they all following the rules and regulation, background check, waiting a period, uh, training, all the rules and regulation that out there uh, uh, to make sure that people will be more responsible when they owning gun. And what about women's right to choose? Will that come up? Probably is going to come up, and I'm sure, you know, you heard me in the past, I made it very clear. I mean, uh, abortion is a personal decision, a personal choice. Every woman should make that decision. I, I chose to be a mother of seven children. I have the right for that, but I don't think that's my position to push uh, my own fate on any woman. I'm not going to do that. Therefore, I'm not going to support the national abortion ban, and I'm not going to risk women's rights uh, and women's health care. Unfortunately, my opponent have been lying about this. It is um, sad, you know, how you can mislead people. And it's so funny that Thomas Wazi, a man, will tell a mother of seven children, a mother who carried seven children and took that risk to tell me what's right and bad and what's woman's right is. It's so sad. Politician like Thomas Wazi will tell us as a woman uh, what's good for women. And he was misleading the public. It's very sad, very sad, but I think so the public you're understands. You're a common sense Republican. I love it. I'm all about common sense. It really is not about Republican, Democrat. The end of the day is about yes. American people. We need to be the voice for American people. And this is what I'm bringing to the table. I'm not a politician. I'm not a talker. Thomas Wazi is a big talker. He's a politician, a career politician. I'm a mother who loves this country. I'm a mother who wants safety for our children and for generations to come. So, Mazzy, when you get elected again, not if, you will be <laughs> only one of five black Republicans in Congress and the only black woman. For sure, you're going to be the first black Jewish person to serve in Congress. I hope everybody's listening to this. I just want 
all of my listeners to hear this. This woman, Mazi Phillip, is going to represent all of you. She's going to represent the Blacks, the Jews, the women, the Americans. So as my mom used to say, anything can be done if you were born in this country. She said it with her Polish accent. In this country, if you were born here, anything could be done. Tell us, leave us with words, Mazi, why we all know, need to vote for you and how, what you're going to do to keep America the number one country in the world. Thank you very much. I think it's an honor to be the voice for the American people. For me, it's a guy, it's a, it's a, as I said, it's not about the Republican Democrat, it's about common sense, it's about serving the people. I am a living example of what American um, dream is about. In this beautiful country, you can work hard and you can accomplish everything you want. And I want more people to see that. We need to bring the American values back of hardworking, respect to law enforcement, supporting our military, loving our country. We don't see that lately. You know, the squad members, anti-American, anti-Semitic, anti-Israel, really spreading hate and dividing our nation. I want people to look at me as a, as a 44 years old uh, woman uh, with seven children who was born in Ethiopia and one of the poorest country in the world until I got to the age of 12. I did almost, I didn't have anything really good. Just in Israel, I got... Um, a better life, a better opportunity. But I took that opportunity. I learned and I, I, I worked so hard. And then I came to this country. I immigrated twice. I learned another language. English is my third language. I, I, I learned another you know, new culture. And here ago, I'm running as a, as a candidate for the Republican Party for Congress. This is huge. This is amazing. If I was able to accomplish this, can you imagine people who was born in this country, exactly. what they can accomplish? This is huge. So we have to be thankful for our country, love our country, appreciate our country. There is no greater a country than United States of America and the entire world. And we have to remember that. I want to personally thank you. And again, at the Miller Report here at WABC, we don't take sides. I'm probably not allowed to take sides. I hope they don't throw me off the network. But I do believe that the, <laughs> this uh, radio station supports you as well. And I will do everything I can in my power to get the word out. Because, again, you represent all of us, Americans, Jews, blacks, whites, women. So everybody got to get out there. They got to vote. And we're going to push this. And thank you so much for coming on the Miller Report. Thank you, Susan, for having thank me you. here. I can't thank wait to meet you in nice person. Nice talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. The same. Take Thank care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning into The Miller Report. Please download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.